let's try it again. Just started the whole podcast, realized it wasn't recording. Did like whole 10 minutes by myself for no reason. Just listen to this cool intro for no reason. I press play, not record. I'm a fucking idiot. How's it going, folks? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. I hope you've all been well this week, as always. I've just uh, knocked over my guitar. Give me a second. I've been keeping my fucking guitar out here at the bar so I can just practice while I'm watching bullshit on YouTube and stuff. How have you all been this week? Hope it's been a good one for you. We are going through fucking uh, once in every couple of years storm here in Perth at the moment. It's windy as shit fucking rain everywhere and not a lot of lightning and and stuff like that but just uh you know bad weather fucking bad weather house is getting trashed branches are falling off everywhere and uh i just gotta wait it out still gonna be another couple of days so it's a little bit of a calmish spot right now in the storm so we can get through this podcast because as you know i record this outside at my little outdoor bar it's kind of protected from the wind especially prevailing winds from the coast. But, uh, yeah, we'll get through it. Anyway, how have you all been? Plenty of music shit to talk about. Did you all listen to the new fucking Beyonce album? Uh, I fucking did. We'll get into it later on. Um, I had a fine weekend, as I normally do, just relaxing and everything like that. But I did have to get out of the house on fucking... On Saturday, uh, the wife was uh, doing a little bit of a Christmas in July catch-up with her buddies. Um, for, no, for no reason, it's just an excuse for, for them to catch up. Uh, you know, when you have like a group of, of women, you know, that are all friends, they're all, you know, married, got kids, they've all got lives and all that sort of stuff. They, can't, they don't just hang out just on, on the daily, you know. They, they, they have to create these weird events, like random high teas and fucking... You know, birthday parties fucking make an excuse. But, you know, in this case, it was a fucking Christmas in July celebration for no reason. And uh, so I had to get the fuck out of the house for the day. I'm not going to hang around with these people. And, uh, yeah, just hung out with buddies, did whatever, been um, trying to jam some music with some f- friends. But, uh, you know, some people, it's weird. Some people just aren't up for for jamming, even though they're guitarists and they love playing music and stuff. Apparently, yeah, you bring up the uh, the prospect of, hey man, let's just fucking get a couple of guitars and just play some music for the next little bit. That's weird. That's weird. Anyway, got through the weekend. Fucking went and said goodbye to my brother. Uh, some of you guys might know, you might not, but my brother um, is a bit of an animal explorer, adventurer sort of guy. And back in the day, I was his cameraman. And so I would go out into the jungles of all sorts of areas, fucking Borneo and, you know, other places. Where else did we go? No, it's still Malaysia, Penang, fucking whatever. We went around, we filmed documentaries about animals, right? And so he's going out there to try and find something. He's, I don't know, I can't divulge too much. Adam's on an adventure. If you follow him on Instagram, if you're one of the three billion people that fucking follow him, 
I'm sure he'll update you with what's going on, but um, he's had to take a whole bunch of random flights and drives and buses and trains, planes and automobiles to get to some fucking random part of the jungle. And he's on his way there right now. Been chatting to him all day. He's uh, probably on fucking 30-something hours without sleep, I guess, at this point. But he'll get the fuck through it. Um, and we'll talk about his adventures on this podcast because I, I love hearing what's going on with, uh, with Adam and his, his bullshit over there. I wish I could have gone for this one. Um, it's weird that uh, I'm not, but it would have been inconvenient. Inconvenient timing for me, really, but nah, I probably would have made it happen. Anyway. Have you guys seen the new fucking big hotshot product coming out of this car brand, Kia? So the car company um, that bought you the, the world's shittiest cars, Kia, the cheapest cars, good, good bang for buck, I guess, or whatever. If you, you know, if you've only got 20 grand to spend on a brand new SUV, fucking Kia are you guys. They're now trying to fuck with the, the music space. This just came up to me today, guys. I was watching some random YouTube bullshit about nothing, right? And one of the ads that came on was about the fucking new Kia instrument. And as a musician, I'm like, why? Why are these guys that make cheap-ass fucking cars are going to now try and do something in the musical space? And I don't really know what this instrument is. So this ad came up and I was like, all right, what the fuck's going on? I'll check out, I'll, I'll YouTube it, all right? Instead of Google it, I'll YouTube it because I want to watch a fucking actual trailer or some shit. And I found the trailer and it was all backed by some um, song that was created with the, with the instrument. And I say instrument, it's a virtual instrument. It's a fucking, it's an app, I guess, for your iPad if it's up to date or a fucking a tablet of your choosing, right? Probably phones as well. Either way, the key instrument it seems like just like a bit of a synth device. That's it. You've got your classic square waves, triangle waves. I don't know why on the ad they called them triangle waves. We all know them as sawtooth, but whatever. Um, you know, whatever. It's got a couple of fucking random synths for you to use. And its big fucking selling point is the fact that it's got nature sounds inbuilt. That's it. That's the whole point of this fucking app, is that it's a shithouse synth, but um, they've recorded sounds of nature from all over the world, right? So you can actually have samples in your music of a fucking waterfall from Brazil, which is completely different to a waterfall in Indonesia. They sound completely different. You're an absolute asshole if you think they sound the same. Right? Or you can get the fucking the sound of the howling wind from the Himalayas, which in no way sounds like the wind in your backyard. It doesn't at all. It's special wind. And so you're going to potentially pay for this fucking device to get access to these exclusive nature sounds. Right? Because the running tap in your fucking kitchen doesn't sound like a waterfall at all. You can't get close to it, you idiot. Why would you even try? So this is all the hype that's coming up with the, the, the Kia fucking thing. It just looks like a synth with a couple of filters and you can do some shit with those nature sounds to make beats or some bullshit like that. Now, if you're an actual musician out there that knows 
music, has done some production, stuff like that, let me know if this is on your radar at all. But if you're a non-musician out there, is this the kind of shit that would get you into music? Is that the fucking thing that's holding you back from recording something? Is not having a sample of Himalayan wind? Like you blowing on the mic couldn't rip off the same effect? I don't know. I don't know. Fucking let me know, guys. Let me know. The Kia instrument out now on fucking whatever device they say. You might have to buy a whole fucking new device for it. It might just come free with a car. I mean, let's face it. Those cars are almost free. Fucking uh, inflation's hitting us. I don't know why I've got that written on my notes, guys. It just says inflation on my fucking notes. I don't know why. I must have thought of something funny about it earlier and then I've completely forgotten now. But yeah. Times are getting tough here. Times are getting tough. Interest rates are going up. Everything's going fucking crazy. Um, it doesn't seem like much relief. And this is obviously the payback from the pandemic and just fucking, you know, throwing money at people because they, they had to be locked down at home or whatever. You know, there is consequences for making your entire workforce be less productive for a, a period of a couple of years. You know, we're definitely going to see that, right? And I'm kind of like, like you know, I'm kind of old school with my monetary sort of policy, I guess. I want to be a little bit more conservative with it. I don't think just fucking rampant spending is uh, out of control because that oh, is the right way thing to do, whatever I just said. Because that's what has led to our situation right now, right? Just inflation is your money becoming less valuable because there's so much of it and you just keep on printing more. So obviously it's less valuable, right? And so a good way to combat that is to make it harder to get free money, right? And so interest rates had to go up. I understand that. As a, as a fucking person with a mortgage and going to have to deal with these hikes or whatever, um, I still think it needed to happen and it's going to happen. And yeah, whatever. It's, it's going to make life a little bit fucking tougher. But there's fucking a question I have, right? We all know that money is a scam. To, to a big degree, right? The creation of money, the value of money, it's a bit of a scam, right? There's a, at least scam elements to the fucking whole scenario there, right? So I'm just thinking, I, for instance, borrowed money for the house that I'm in right now, right? I owe money. Let's just put a random number on it and say I borrowed half a million dollars, right? Let's just say I borrowed a million dollars. It doesn't matter what fucking money I bought, borrowed, right? It doesn't matter. I borrowed that money and the fucking interest rates are changing now. Let's say three years later. And for some reason, that affects me. I don't, I don't really understand that. And I'm coming to you guys as an idiot piece of shit that doesn't know fuck all about this stuff. But... I was under the impression that when I borrowed for this house, that the old bitch that I bought the house from got paid in full, right? I'm pretty sure she got paid in full, right? So I borrowed all the money at that time at that rate. Why does it change now? You know what I mean? Isn't that, isn't that weird? 
That like I know everyone's like, oh, you want a fixed interest rate, a variable interest rate. I'm gonna say if I am on fixed, you have to renegotiate them every couple of fucking years. Why? All the money I borrowed was borrowed at that rate at that time. If they go up in the future, that's the whole point of me buying at this good time. Right? Of course there's going to be hard times in the future. What the fucking difference does it make if those hard times still affect me for buying at a smart time when the times were good? It doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm coming to you guys from an absolute fucking ignorant point of view about uh, fiscal policies and all that sort of shit, but I do not understand why the interest rate on the cash that I borrow changes. You know what I mean? The interest rate on the cash that I borrowed at the time was one thing. If it changes in the future, I ain't borrowing money in the future. I borrowed money back then when it was that rate. That's it. Shouldn't that be the case? I don't fucking know. Ah. That was a weird tangent. <laughs> Getting the conspiracy head on. Don't get me started on the creation of money and stuff like that as well. We'll get into it one time, I'm for sure. Oh, for sure. Maybe on another podcast. Fuck it. Losing my speech today, guys. It's getting weird. It's because we're not talking about music. That's why I can't talk properly. So let's get on to fucking music. I listened to the new Beyonce album, Renaissance, so you don't have to. Uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, it was cool. It was, uh, you know, it's groovy. It's got its bass lines and all that sort of stuff. But it's a big divergent. Oh, divergence. Um, from what you would expect from Beyonce. You know, after this little while, you think she'd come back as just that queen boss bitch, fucking pop queen sort of thing, right? Um, I don't know how I felt about, I felt about this album. It's like it is way more grimy than anything in the past that I've heard from her. It's, I don't know. It's like she's trying to compete with like the likes of like a Lizzo or these upcoming artists that are fucking... I don't know, you know, way dirtier, you know what I mean? They're not like this prim, like clean angel of a human that Beyonce was regarded as in her heyday, right? These upcoming uh, sort of divas are kind of a, you know, they, they come from the streets a bit more. They've got a bit more of a struggle, They're, you know, they've... You know, they're bitching about shit a bit more. They've, they've, they swear a hell of a lot more. And this fucking album from Beyonce, most of the, the tracks are explicit. She starts off the album with fucking F-bombs all the way through. Let me fucking see if I find that. Like, what the... F like, I was surprised as fuck. Like, this is Beyonce's new album. Um, and it's... I don't know. It's very naughty. And it's very grimy. Check out this, check out this. Oh, by the way, fucking, there, he, there she is on the fucking album cover, sitting on a glass horse in lingerie with her massive ass and tits out. Um, fucking good for her in that. But uh, look how explicit she fucking comes out of the gate, man. Um, can I pipe this shit in? That's a lot of motherfuckers. We're 16 seconds in. That's like Blink-182 fucking stats of swear words, right? So she comes in with all that sort of bullshit and I don't know. So 
she's like trying to compete with these these um, younger up and comers that have some fucking, you know, actual issues and actual fucking, I don't know, stories to tell and stuff like that because they are young and broke and they have been grinding to get their fucking way on top or whatever. Um, I don't really buy it when Beyonce fucking gets into that. When she goes from pop diva fucking ridiculous icon to um, more grimy sort of... Like, like there's a song um, called Cozy. It's the second song on the album. So after all that profanity, you're treated to a song called Cozy. Um, and there's like... there's light, By the way, there's parts in it that just made me fucking actually laugh out loud. Um, this is how ridiculous they were. But, you know, she's singing lines like, bitch, pay me. Right? Bitch, pay me. Fucking Beyonce complaining about getting paid. Like, we all know she's got a team of people that say, bitch, pay me for her. She never says, bitch, pay me. She's got a fucking <laughs> massive payroll of cunts that fucking do that for her. Right? We all know that. So it's completely unbelievable straight away. But also, like, <laughs> I don't know. What, what is it about, like, if you're singing songs about the fucking, the profits of your art, is that like you just completely disregarding the importance of the art for the sake of the art? You know what I mean? Do you know where I'm going with this? Like, you fucking love getting paid for the art more than the art itself. That's what this song kind of makes out. You know what I mean? And it's Beyonce, married to Jay-Z, combined they're worth more than a billion fucking dollars. And, oh yeah, shit, she's got a good point with that fucking pay me line. Yeah, shit. I mean, well, I guess you don't become a fucking billionaire without demanding to get paid but you know you're not the one doing it you're not the one doing it someone else does but also it just cheapens the art form to me it just cheapens it you know if you're just singing a song about getting paid for songs what the fuck do you actually care about those songs you care more about the pay fuck it you should sing songs about people not understanding your art more so than not getting paid for it because you only don't get paid if it sucks and people don't give a shit about it. That's why I never get paid for any music, because it sucks and no one gives a shit about it. <laughs> All right, anyway. But, but, like, anyway, that aside, if you like Beyonce, this is a new side of her pretending to be sort of um, subjugated or some shit. And, uh, you know, it's a long album. It's fine. And it's, uh, it's grimy. It's dirty. It's a darker side of... Beyonce, I guess that's why she called it Renaissance, because it's like an anti-Renaissance, like instead of becoming more enlightened and more cool, she's actually becoming more fucking, you know, begrudging, you know, holding grudges on things and, you know, complaining about shit and uh, whatever. So it's an anti-Renaissance, but it's called Renaissance, and it's got Beyonce uh, with her tits sort of hanging out on top of a glass horse as the cover art. So check that out, I guess. Um, so yeah, I did that for you guys. You don't really have to check it out. That one was on me. Uh, Beyonce, whatever, you know. It's, it's a far cry from fucking Foxy Cleopatra that we remember from the 
Uh, early 2000s, I guess that movie came out. Foxy Cleopatra. Anyway, there was other music. So let's get heavier. Let's get heavier as we go through this list here. Because there was a new single um, out from the band called Muse, who were great once upon a time and have been great intermittently since. Um, on and off, you know, I, I like Muse and I have huge respect for what they've done. I understand that their, you know, vocals are a very, you know, obvious ripoff of some Radiohead stylings, um, but without the, the magic sort of behind it, I've made those comments before. Uh, don't always stand by it because, uh, you know, the singer from Muse, he does his own thing, but, it, you know, it's become its own thing. It started off as uh, what we thought as a ripoff, but it's become its own thing now, I guess. But I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. And uh, they've released a new single, but it's more than a single. Some bands would call this an EP. Some would go as far as to call it an album because there are four songs on this single that came out. And um, uh, I listened to them all uh, while washing the dishes this morning. And uh, it, was, it was a fun ride. It was a fun ride. There was actually some weird... Uh, sort of funky old synth sounds in, in a lot of the tracks and some fun little moments or whatever. But um, overall, it's pretty political. I'm going to bring this one up here. Let's uh, check out Muse, right? Because um, all the track names seemed very political to me. So the, the, the single itself is called Kill or Be Killed, right? And it came out um, last Thursday or something like that, right? Uh, opening track, Kill or Be Killed. Um, then there's Will of the People, Compliance, Won't Stand Down. That sounds like all political sort of speech or anti-government stuff or I don't know. But, uh, you know, there's a message in here somewhere. If you were to listen to it, I'm sure you could find a message for yourself. Um, but it does start off with some pretty fucking killer riffery. And I enjoyed it. Let me chuck on fucking the first track, Kill or Be Killed. So, um, just so you get the, the idea that, like, fucking music back. Like, these riffs, they go hard. These are go hard riffs. That's a go hard riff. I don't know what pedal you need for that. That's cool. Music back. That's fucking sick. And by the way, in this fucking song, um, towards the end of it, I'm not going to put heaps of it on, um, it's fucking got a solo that is just uh, liquid shredding, which I didn't really expect out of M Muse. I was about to call him um, Muse. <laughs> Muse. I didn't expect it out of them. And it's fucking, it's liquid. It's cool. It's not, um, it's not like wanky shreddy at all. I fucking, I fucking dug it. But um, the second track on the, the little single here, Will of the People, you tell me if um, this reminds you of anything and why is it exactly like um, Marilyn Manson. Um, check this one out. This is called Will of the People, right? So it's got this chant. And it's got this little pitch bend thing. Lame, right? Take that out. It's Marilyn Manson. Like, 
the beautiful people, the beautiful people. And it's even got the swung, the swung drums and stuff to it, right? Listen to it again. Take that, that pitch bend out. The beautiful people, the beautiful people. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. That's there. The rest of the song doesn't really sound like it. It gets pretty happy and major towards the end. Oh, wait. No, I skipped it right towards the end and it sounds exactly the same. Oh, I stand corrected. Oops. Oh, well. You don't get another chance after that. I did a random skip and it sounded exactly the same. I was trying to redeem them for a second there, but it didn't work. Um, but overall, it's a fun little album. EP slash single, whatever they want to call it. Kill or Be Killed by Muse. I reckon you guys should check that one out. Um, if you're a Muse fan, for sure. But yeah, there's definitely some subtext going on there. Which, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know their political affiliations. Nor do I care. I don't really like fucking anything political really being in music. It kind of... It dates it. It's very, you know... It's very transient, all this bullshit that goes on in social sort of... Uh, political circles, you know what I mean? Social commentary on political uh, times... You know, dates a song. Anyway, like I said, we're going to get heavier. There was another single that came out that has two tracks this time uh, from a, a band called Slipknot. And uh, they're heavy. They all wear masks and there's um, 40 of them on stage. Um, I'm pretty sure one of them is Big Bird. Uh, they release a single with two songs. One is called The Chapel Town Rag or The Chapelton Rag. It's got to be town. It's got a W. It's got the W, uh, the Chapel Town rag, uh, and uh, check that one out. And it's a heavy, aggressive song, very heavy, aggressive song. And there's another one that I haven't listened to yet, and I thought we could do together because it's called uh, "This Dying Song," and that's also the name of the uh, um, the single itself. So it's the one they really wanted you to listen to. Um, it's called "This Dying Song" in brackets, time to sing. And you know, if I think of Slipknot. I think of time to sing because there's, you know, what, you know, for people that can't sing, you could, you could at least sing to, to Slipknot, you know, and this dying song, time to sing, you know, it's, it's a good time to sing if you're dying, I guess. Uh, but let's put it on and let's um, see what, uh, what's going on with um, Slipknot's new single. I do like Corey Taylor. What's his name? Is that the guy, Corey Taylor? No, I'm thinking of a different band there. Fuck. I should have done some research for this one. But either way, I've seen some interviews with the guy. He seems like a nice dude. Um, fuck. I've just gone back on it. Let's press play on this dying song. Uh, Slipknot. Let's see what's going on here. Harmonies with auto-tune. Oh, it's fast and aggressive as well. Nice. Oh, nice little guitar break. 
here we go. <laughs> Maybe I've just had the right, right amount to drink, and this is uh, cool. No, it's not actually. It's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> oh, die, die. All the six tuplets. Chaos fucking drums, eh? He just doesn't stop. He sounds like like six metronomes put on at the same time at different speeds. Like, like, like for bands like this, you've got to give them credit for at least spelling Slipknot correctly. They could have gone like weird with that. Um, the Silent K does look cool in, in their name, but fucking... All right, that was a Slipknot song. That didn't sound like anything else. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. That was fine. There's nothing wrong with that, guys. All right, so check it out for yourselves. I'm sure there's a... A release there. Actually, I might have seen that there's a video clip for this on YouTube. Uh, I don't know. Google it. YouTube it yourself. Whatever the fuck. Um, that was called This Dying Song. Time to Sing. Time to Sing. I didn't I didn't hear those lyrics in there. Well, I heard die a lot. Um, but I didn't hear any of the other vocals, really. I didn't really pay too much attention. But he sung for a little while, I guess. That's something. That was his time to sing. All right, that's about it for the music reviews for this week. Oh, no, there's one more. And we'll finish the podcast with this, guys. It's been a, a weird one. Fucking, it's a stormy fucking afternoon. And I've been busy as fuck all day. So, nah, well, we're not actually cutting it short. We, we, we're about it on time or what we normally do for a little podcast episode here. Um, uh, last week or so, uh, we've, we've talked about the band in the past, Polyphia. Uh, they released another single, a couple of tracks on there or whatever, and they released a new music video. I caught the new music video, and um, it's ridiculous. Uh, I'd like to point it out just because as far as the world of guitaring goes, 
Um, there are certain bands that do things that uh, hasn't really been done before, like... I don't really want to say harmonically because, you know, let's face it, people have explored weird harmony a lot. Um, but just as far as guitar technique goes, just sheer technique, combining certain elements together, whether it's harmonic, selective picking, fucking random, well, not random, but like beautiful jazz chords with tapped things. And I don't know. They combine all these techniques into some bullshit guitaring that's going on these days. And they're young kids and it's fucking cool to see the new generation coming up um just absolutely smashing it on the fucking guitar so i th thought i'd leave you with one of their new tracks it's called uh neurotica uh by polyphia and what i like about it is that it's not always wanky like obviously they flex their fucking shred muscles when they need to or not even when they need to because no one ever needs to do that ever ever shredding sucks that's kind of my disposition um, but these guys do it, so whatever. You give them a pass because the rest of it's kind of groovy and they give enough fucking attention um, to just cool hooks. Just fucking wicked hooks. So they're there as well. Cool drum beats. Instrumental all the way through, so the guitars kind of do all the singing for it. Um, this is the Jamming Podcast, guys. What a weird little episode. Sorry about that. We fucking went into interest rates for some reason. Damn. It happens sometimes, but whatever. Reach out with your comments and your fucking uh, recommendations for music and your music. Let me showcase your music on this podcast. Send it. Uh, all the ways to contact me are in the description of this podcast below. Uh, use them. Uh, but in the meantime, have yourselves a fucking fantastic week, guys. Uh, take care now. Bye-bye then. You're listening to Bolivia.